the demolition industry of tomorrow will look very different to the sector of today. As our recent Demolition Technology 2020 online event proved, the technological revolution has only just begun. In this special episode of Demolition News Radio, we look ahead to a future that is now within our grasp. And we'll be right back after this. A few years ago, I wrote a book called Demolition 2051, in which I imagined what the demolition world might look like in 30 or so years. For a niche book on a niche subject, it sold remarkably well, although I don't suppose it gave J.K. Rowling or Stephen King sleepless nights. It was a work of fiction, but it was rooted very much in reality. Much of the technology I mentioned, remote site monitoring, machine automation and drone surveys, already exists. So it wasn't a huge stretch of my imagination to envisage how the sector might evolve and embrace this new technology. What I didn't foresee was the arrival of a global pandemic that would place much of the industry on lockdown and force it to find new ways of working. Nor did I anticipate the speed with which the adoption of new technology would take place, or the industry's eagerness to embrace change. I should have done. From its very inception, the demolition industry has been constantly changing, constantly evolving, and constantly improving. In just a few short decades, the industry went from manual demolition with mattocks and sledgehammers to highly advanced high-reach excavators of 50, 60, and 70 metres in height. It's adopted remotely controlled demolition robots, dust, noise, and vibration monitors that report their findings via Bluetooth and Wi-Fi machine telematics and advanced diagnostics that effectively allows demolition equipment to manage its own health and status, wearable devices that monitor exposure to hand and arm vibration, and a whole host of other significant developments. Even the traditional cigarette break during top-level meetings has been replaced by comfort breaks that allow industry executives to catch up on emails via mobile phone. As a direct result, the industry has grown more productive, more efficient, safer and more professional with each passing year. But the technological revolution within the global demolition industry has only just begun. In evolutionary terms, the global demolition industry has just discovered the pointy stick. Emerging technology will provide the sector with tools, fire and the wheel. Technology has infiltrated, transformed and informed virtually every aspect of our lives. It's impacted upon how we communicate with family and friends, how we purchase goods, how we consume entertainment and how we carry out financial transactions. It's placed at our very fingertips the sum of all human knowledge, which is good, and the sum of all human ignorance, stupidity, prejudice and bigotry, which is not so great. Regardless of the task you wish to perform, chances are there's an app for it. Want to carry out a pre-start check on a demolition machine? There's an app for that. Want to empower your team to speak freely about mental health issues? There's an app for that too. Within hours of national governments announcing local lockdowns amidst the COVID-19 pandemic, the term jump on a Zoom call slipped unnoticed into the industry's vocabulary. 
Several years ago, I purchased a drone and sent my son off to get his pilot's license with a view to offering his services for aerial surveys, video and photography. Like so many of my get-rich-quick schemes, this failed to take off, if you'll pardon the pun, as every demolition contractor worth his or her salt now has a drone of their own. I've been on numerous sites that require fingerprint or retina scan ID for access, and several more at which all site paperwork now lives in the cloud and which is accessed and continually updated via mobile device. And yet, all of this is merely a first step. The first step on an exciting journey in which the final destination is still unknown. How often do you currently find yourself working blind, with no access to drawings, no real idea of what might lurk beyond a structure's exterior, what potential hazards it might contain, where utilities might run, or where hidden basements and underground voids might lie in wait? In a BIM-empowered world, that should no longer be an issue. Assuming that BIM has been implemented properly, future demolition contractors will be able to see precisely what lies where. They will be able to mine data to find details of what the structure was made of and how it was erected. They will be able to analyse fixing points and potential weaknesses and track utilities long before they set foot on site. Such an implementation will inform demolition methods and sequences. It will aid in the selection of appropriate equipment, personnel and resources. And, having identified just what the structure comprises, it will facilitate more effective recycling and repurposing of materials. It doesn't require too much imagination to picture a world in which recovered materials are sold on a pre-order basis before demolition even commences. The use of BIM was mandated on all government-funded construction projects in 2016. Given that the life expectancy of some inner-city buildings is now just 20 to 30 years, it's likely that demolition companies will benefit from access to unprecedented levels of data in little more than a decade from now. But what then? Demolition sites hold regular on-site briefings and toolbox talks in which the daily or weekly tasks ahead and the potential hazards are highlighted and discussed. But it's one thing to describe a plan of action, and it's quite another to actually show it. 3D modelling is now an accepted part of the modern demolition company's armoury. 3D animations are used to help explain complex demolition sequences to potential clients and stakeholders in order to win work. And they're used to allow those same stakeholders to monitor and chart progress should the demolition firm's bid prove successful. But what if those 3D models and animations were built using available BIM data? What if all works, methodologies and sequences were based upon real information contained within a digital twin? And what if those sequences and methodologies could be communicated and taken beyond a daily or weekly briefing into reality? That capability exists today. Systems like the HoloLens could arm each worker with a hard hat featuring a heads-up display on a visor that would allow each wearer to see not just the physical structure but also an augmented reality version of it, effectively granting them X-ray vision. 
The sequence of works, hidden utilities and basements and potential hazards can be projected onto the visor's display, allowing the wearer to take every aspect of that toolbox talk with him or her. That data would be updated in real time, allowing management staff to chart progress while providing stakeholders with a remote monitoring capability like never before. It's important to note here that while my book, Demolition 2051, envisaged a world in which man had been removed entirely from the demolition site, emerging technology allows humans to retain their place while becoming more efficient, more productive, and above all, safer. With that being said, the role of the equipment operator has the potential to change beyond all recognition. We've already seen the arrival of autonomous machines in the field of mining and quarrying, where repetitive tasks and isolated sites allow such vehicles to operate in splendid isolation. That environment doesn't exist in demolition, although 3D modelling beamed into an autonomous machine is more than a figment of my imagination. So, in all likelihood, the demolition sector will continue to rely upon the skill and expertise of the men and women behind the levers for some time to come. But those skills will unquestionably change. We've witnessed the advent of remotely controlled machines from the likes of Brock, Husqvarna and now ES Manufacturing. More recently we've seen remote controls refined and applied to machines from the likes of Bobcat. But that is merely scratching the surface. Last year I had the pleasure of operating a Caterpillar dozer located in Arizona while I was sat in an office in Birmingham, the Birmingham in the UK. Not only are such systems a testament to man's ingenuity and innovation, their practical application has the potential to transform demolition and construction sites forever. Obviously, true remote control offers the ability to finally take man away from the dangers of the workface. But consider this. Imagine you're working on an urgent project in which speed of completion is a priority. Work starts, as usual, at 8 o'clock in the morning UK time. And the highly experienced and highly trained UK equipment operators then work until 5pm, again, as usual. Using systems like the Danish-developed Steer Solution, a team of equally experienced operators based in, say, Texas, could then take over the control of those machines and work another shift remotely. And when their shift ends, they could pass the project to a team in Osaka who will continue working until the UK team arrives to work the following morning. Such a future is difficult to imagine, but that technology exists right here and right now. All that is required to bring such a future to fruition is the will. Just as an aside, let me quickly address the subject of the lag between performing an action in one place and seeing it happen in another. When I was operating the Caterpillar dozer, I raised that same point. One of the Caterpillar specialists, who had clearly faced this question before, suggested that I switch on the machine's working lights as a demonstration. The response was instantaneous. The lights on a machine in Arizona came on before I even taken my finger off the switch. But what if the machine breaks down in the middle of the night while it's being operated by the Japanese crew? In a world of modern telematics and remote monitoring, unplanned downtime simply shouldn't happen. Those telematics can monitor and manage every aspect of the machine's functions, checking engine status, fuel and oil levels, 
and detect potential faults. Those systems can also be deployed to ensure that a machine is not being overworked or overextended. Cameras in the cab can ensure that the machine operator is paying full attention and is not distracted by things like mobile telephones. The data recorded by these systems can be used to inform training, focusing on aspects of the operator's performance that are causing unnecessary wear and tear, or that are using too much fuel. An automatic stop could automatically shut the machine down when it idles for a prescribed period. Such systems have the ability to fundamentally change the way in which we think about equipment fleets. Rather than hiring a machine for a specific project or a specific task, it's not inconceivable that it would be possible to hire it based upon the work it performs. You might have a hired high reach on site for a week, but if it only works for 2 hours and 12 minutes for 3 out of 6 days, that's what you pay for. Such a system would be entirely transparent between the hirer and those operating the equipment, as the data on precise usage would live on a shared dashboard that's updated in real time. It all sounds daunting, right? It really shouldn't. As an industry, we saw cloth caps and tweed jackets replaced by hard hats and high-vis vests in a single generation. We saw sledgehammers and mattocks usurped by hydraulic excavators in the same period. We've seen crawler cranes and wrecking balls consigned to the history books, while remotely controlled demolition robots have become commonplace. Away from work, we've seen personal computing take over the world in 20 or so years. We've seen traditional book and music publishing become entirely electronic. We've seen the internet transform virtually every aspect of our lives. You have in your pocket a device that can make and receive phone calls, that can send and receive emails, take photos, display movies, play music, deliver the latest news, track your fitness, monitor your heart rate, pay for your morning coffee and provide instant access to the sum of all human knowledge. That device didn't exist 20 years ago, and yet today, that device has become so omnipresent that we actually take it for granted. Besides all that, demolition is all about progress. It's an industry that can change the skyline of an entire city. Demolition doesn't just embrace change, it facilitates it. I'll see you in the future.